Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it's a new episode of movies that can definitely suck and some that do. Oh, wait a minute. Movies that don't suck and yeah, some yeah, that do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Chris is already giving me the evil eye. He hates me already. It's it's starting awful. It's going to be a great episode. I can tell it already. Yeah, it's going to be good. Ah, evil eye, Chris. All right. We got count two, not one, but two movies that we review every week right here for your ear holes. Uh, first. We are going to be talking about the new movie that was just released shortly, just a couple days ago, on the good old Netflix, uh, featuring the one, the only, the, the actor that it's it's like almost every actor's favorite actor. I love him, kind of like I love him. Like seriously, like if you go read up stuff on him, you can't get you can't. Remember, but it's Del Toro, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, oh Benicio Del Toro. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a few Del Toros when they did qualify. Yeah, there's a lot of Del Toros out there, so Benicio Del Toro. I want to say it as simple as I can, to try to shape it into words. The feelings in my heart. I don't love you. What? I don't love you. Already? Already what? Already? How do you know that? How can you be sure so quick? I'm sure. Ouch. That hurts me. The cruelty of it. The cold-bloodedness. You said what you wanted to say. I tried to stop you. That's it. I said part of what I wanted to say. I was in the middle of it. There is more. No. No what? Will you? No. Will you no. marry? Will you marry? So that's from the French Dispatch of Louis, Kansas. Yes, it is. Like after going through hours. Of, and believe me, I, I enjoyed every moment of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> a Del Toro footage. It was the most that he speaks coherently in a sentence. Like, uh, I tried to do Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, but then I realized that was what I did last time. Was mm-hmm. I did Dr. Gonzo. Where was, As your lawyer, uh, you're going to need a car without a rooftop yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um so that was, and plus, I knew you'd love that. Do the mm. fact that it's Wes Anderson, your homie. That movie is uh, all the Wes Anderson movies. That's the most Wes Anderson you see, yes, I think. Yeah, uh, have you seen the new shorts by Wes Anderson uh, that are on Netflix yet? I've not watched the the, the Daniel Sugar thing. I'm going to though. I haven't had time. I've been so fucking busy. I know. Oh. I mean, you went and saw Bob Dylan. We'll talk about that after yeah, here in a moment. Sure. Um, but anyway, uh, also in this movie, uh, Reptile, is the one, the only, the man who brought sexy back. The one that told us how to put our dick in a box. The one who said he, he could be your mother lover. The one that said it's not gay when it's in a three-way. I also, the one who exposed uh, Janet Jackson's breast to the world. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Justin Timberlake. Neither of you yet. The Facebook is cool. That's what it's got going for it. Yeah. You don't want to ruin it with ads because ads aren't cool. Exactly. It's like you're throwing the greatest party on campus and someone's saying it's got to be over by 11. That's exactly right. You don't even know what the thing is yet. That's exactly right. How big it can get, how far it can go. This is no time to take your chips down. A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? You. 
a billion dollars. That shut everybody up. And that's where you're headed. A billion dollar valuation. Unless you take bad advice, in which case you may as well have come up with a chain of very successful yogurt shops. That's Justin Timberlake in the social network playing Sean Parker, the creator of Napster. So. Yes. And I originally I was like, man, I'm going to pull like a Lonely Island thing. I was going to pull a Lonely Island clip. Yeah, but you couldn't. But then I was really scared because. Um, well, you probably pulled off the internet immediately. <laughs> they yeah. Pulled, they pulled that you got NBC, yeah. Peacock, and all those bastards out there. And nothing against them. They've given us plenty of good entertainment. Heck, I watch my Notre Dame games on Peacock. But, you know, and this ain't an advertisement for them. It's just the truth. Um, so, hey, uh, thank you, but I'd I rather ho- go for I it. was hoping to get you naked by it in that clip. But, um, huh? I was to get you naked by it in that clip. But I, was, I was joking. Uh, <laughs> get you naked by Yeah, I get it. Okay. Who else in this movie? All right. Also in this movie, a guy who recently was in a great series, and you haven't seen it, it's AMC's Interview with a Vampire. Uh, literally, it's a great retelling or a later telling because yeah. it's not what happens in the book. It actually is like years later they run into each other. Uh, this is the great Can we say Eric Bogosian. Oh, I think it's Bogosian. It's Bogosian. I just. Yeah, I'll catch you. You burped your order. Okay, here we go, Eric. Won't matter what your intentions are. It's the world out there now. She's the the single-shooter Xbox mouth-breather shit they crave. You can put the diaries in a proper context. Context. Sure. Warn the world about a forthcoming apocalypse, or maybe inspire a line of sexy Claudia Halloween costumes. Or a cool dismemberment trend amongst the suburban Sylvia Plath set. Once you put it out there, they decide what it is. It can get away from you. Okay, yeah, that's from um, Interview with the Empire, right? That is from the Interview with the Vampire, the TV series. Seriously, if you haven't seen Interview with the Vampire TV series and you love the old Anne Rice novels, I think it really follows the feeling of the novels really well. Yeah. Um, then the one and only, the only girl to actually wear the Batgirl outfit in a movie because <laughs> DC likes to cancel things that have already been filmed. Uh, Lisa Silvers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I was divorced before I was 30 when my husband left me for a 21-year-old barista with two more abs than I had. And uh, I was left with no credit and no job prospects. My advice, throw that crown away now. Do you know what prom queen got me? An even spray tan and the ability to dodge bleach poisoning every time I get my hair done. Well, I mean, that is a skill. Yeah. (laughs) That's from senior year. Uh, came out like last year, man. Yeah, it is from senior I watched year. it when I had COVID. <laughs> so that's why I remember about yes, that. Yes, <laughs> we reviewed it. We did. We yeah. reviewed it. Yeah, we did. Um, all, right, all right. So that is the movie Reptile, which we'll be talking about uh, first. And then secondly, uh, we will be talking today about the movie that should have been number one. Yeah. I think. 
We haven't at seen, the box we haven't office. Seen Sykes yet. It could be better. We don't know. Yeah, we saw saw ten. Supposedly has really good ratings all around. Yeah. So uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> saw ten might we'll be find out way next better. Week. We'll we'll find we'll, out. We'll find out next week when we we do saw ten. Yeah. But is the creator of featuring the one, the only, the son of the one of the greatest actors alive, and 100%. taking steps to be a good act, great actor himself. Mr. John David Washington. Why should I know who supplied it? Combination of metals is unique to India. If it's from India, it's from you. Fine assumption. Deduction. Deduction, then. Look, my friend, guns are never conducive to a productive negotiation. You want the man they send to negotiate? Or the man they send to make deals? But I am the man people talk to. I can't. I can't tell you. You're an arms dealer, friend. This may be the easiest trigger I've ever had to pull. To say anything about a client would violate the tenants he lives by. If tenants are important to you, then you can tell me everything. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's from Tenant. Luckily, you found the clip where people can hear people that people talking at. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I couldn't use Black Klansman anymore because I think we've used every bit of every headline <laughs> like, from that movie. Yeah. Um, also in this movie, uh, also great lady who has been in uh, several big-name movies like uh, one – the hunters, which is actually about AI mm-hmm. robots or humans. I'm sorry, not the hunters, humans, humans, uh, and was also in one of the best movies, uh, considered one of the best rom-coms of all time. Crazy rich Asians, uh, Jimma Chen. Oh, how silly of me. You must think me quite ignorant. Perhaps you're better informed on other matters. Tell me, what are your opinions on the corn laws? The corn laws? Let me think. Hmm. Why, I believe I am for them, of course. Really? And why is that? Well, because, um, restraint in one's diet is bound to have a healthful effect. It's a shame you're not able to speak on the parliamentary floor. Your views would change the face of politics. Yeah, that's from what is that from? Yeah, exactly that film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, man, it was kind of hard to find a, a piece for her, yeah, so yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what piece that was from. I'm sorry. I usually am more informed, but I, I was not. Um, but anyway, uh, also in this movie, the Oscar award-winning um, lady who is in the movie. That we first, the first movie we ever reviewed. Yeah, first one. Ever. Besides uh, Star Wars. Yeah, it was The Last, last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. yeah, Last Jedi and and this one. Uh, the one, the only, Allison Janey. You think Sonia Henny's mother loved her? Poor fucking you. I didn't stay home making apple brown Bettys. No, I made you a champion. <laughs> Knowing you'd hate me for it. That's the sacrifice a mother makes. I wish I'd had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I didn't like my mother either. So what? I fucking gave you a gift. God, I love Allison Janney. She's so good, I tell you. Allison Janney in that movie is quite amazing. Yeah. And then, last but not least, 
Uh, he's been in great movies, everything from The Last Samurai to Shang-Chi. Um, and this is going to be awesome. Let's see if I get it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ken Watanabe. Watanabe. What? Ah, what you do, man? I'm so close. Watanabe. I'm so close, Chris. <laughs> Ken Watanabe. The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control and not the other way around. Let them fight. Yes, from uh, Godzilla. Godzilla! Like, he's been in, like, so many movies that you don't even know that he's in them. Yeah, yeah, he's But you great. know what? But you know what's also is great, Chris? What's that? Letting people know where they can find us. You can find us online, moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. That's w2mnet.com. You'll, you'll find us uh, there along with a bunch of other really cool podcasts. We're on Instagram, MTS Podcast. We're on X, MTS Podcast. We're also on a Patreon, Patreon.com. So you don't suck. If you guys want to send some money, go there. Whatever. Um, if you guys want to get shirts with the, like the one Neil's wearing, show off the shirt, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Go to Patreon.com. So ah. no, I'm sorry. Go to Bonfire.com. So ah, You'll find that with a few other designs. And stuff new including me. shirts with our faces on it. I know. Yeah. If you want our, our beautiful mugs on your on your body, go ahead and go there. Uh, and um, if you're watching on Facebook, go like that page. Watch on YouTube and subscribe. And if you're watch, if you're listening to us on your podcast device, go subscribe there because that way, whenever the podcast is uploads, it's on your device waiting for you when you're ready to listen to it. And, and then you can f- listen to our beautiful voices, our yeah. angelic voices, our velvety drawl. And uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Find movies that don't suck and some that do. Neil, who are we talking about today? Today's local business is going to be a local business that I'm kind of, I'm kind of friendly with right now, because uh, my wife is actually working uh, there just for fun, because uh, she's Shits always wanted to work a haunted, yeah, mm-hmm. for a haunted house, and she is working at the one, the only Hex House, located at five six one zero West Scully Drive, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, one exit two two A Town West Center, one of America's best haunted attractions. Let me read to you about it. Hex House has long been known for being the scariest and best haunted house in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But in recent years, Hex House has burst onto the national scene by receiving recognition as one of the Scariest haunted houses in America nationwide. Hauntworld.com rated Hex House as one of the top 15 scariest haunted houses in the world. America's top rated haunts and Fox News ranked Hex House in America uh, ten uh, one of the 10 scariest haunt houses in America. Uh, has earned its spot as one of the best haunted houses in America by providing a terrifying experience for its customers. Hex House provides three haunted attractions in one location. Today, Hex House is not is one of the most extreme haunted attractions in America, not attended for children. Nice. Hex House is an intense, multi-element walkthrough haunted attraction. You will be fully submerged in an altered reality that is much darker and less predictable than anything you've seen before. And I'm talking, dude, some of these people mm-hmm. they have out at this ha- Hex House are just, this is just walking up, you see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this place is just, look at these people that they got. I mean, this is some good makeup. 
I, I don't know who does all the makeup out there, but man. You got to get a picture of uh, Danny when she's dressed up like him. Oh, I got several pictures, but, you know, she's definitely not going to allow me to put that onto our. Okay, fine. But but the thing is, so this looks all scary and stuff, but if you see it from the street, are you ready? This is what it looks like from the street. Oh, it's just a strip mall. <laughs> yeah. So you think it's just like a little thing at the end of the strip mall, but it's inside. It is like a whole different world, man. I'm you, telling you. Been, I, right? I mean, I, yeah, I've been there. And there's places where they, they, you have to tell them if you can like crawl and mm-hmm. walk and stuff because there's things they crawl yeah. through and stuff like that. And there's uh, don't wear your nice clothes out there. <laughs> Definitely do not. Because you're shit and pissing? Oh, they're gonna touch you. Okay, they're gonna good. touch you. They're gonna they're gonna get bloody gory. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, you can find all the information you need about Hex House at hexhouse.com, or you can go to Facebook at facebook.com backslash hexhouse. And I man, I love haunted houses. It's that season, you know. Mm-hmm. It's the most wonderful time of year. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Now, also, one of the things I love about this time of year for you. It's also really close to your wedding anniversary. So, well, I mean, we got married on Halloween. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You guys don't know, know this. It's not close. It's like yeah, if you guys we, don't know this. New got married on Halloween. Everyone that was a costume wedding. Me and me and Lou were nowhere nowhere to be found because I was the Waldo and she was Carmen San Diego. <laughs> You're the hardest couple to find because <laughs> she was Carmen San Diego and you were Where's Waldo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. That is like one of the best uh, couples outfit I think I've ever seen in all of Halloween, except for I think um, there's one person that has beaten you in cost in, in couples costumes. Who's that? Uh, you know him well, Mr. Matt Yates. Oh, what was his? What was this costume? One year, he was a highway to hell, and his wife was stairway to heaven. Hold on, hold on one second. What's going on down there? Are you getting possessed? Everybody, Chris's basement is now haunted by the demons. What just happened? I saw your lights flicker, man. I'm about to find that hole. All right, everybody. Chris has to go take a break, so I'll be taking questions from the chat. I see there's like uh, 13 of you guys in there right now. So any questions you guys have about anything that you ever want to know, I'll answer it right now. I don't care what the question is. I'm going to sit here and drink a beer for a second while you guys uh, figure it out. Nobody, not one viewer, not one viewer had it. I, I said I'd answer any question they asked. Well, sorry. And they, and, and like the seven viewers that we have right now are not, you know, I guess they just didn't want to ask questions. And that's okay. Okay, so what were we talking about? Uh, you're talking about Hex House. No, we're talking about wedding. Oh, yeah, you're oh, wedding, yeah. Oh, couples. Okay, couples that beat you is Matt Yates and his beautiful wife, Sarah. They did a Highway to Hell one year and then um, and Stairway to Heaven. She was an angel and he was a demon. He had, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, then another year they did um, – she was a pumpkin and his name was Peter. Oh, no. And he had, like, pumpkin stuff all Gross. over him. Peter, Peter, pumpkin. Oh, man, this is great. It was amazing. You know what's also amazing? What? Talking about movies. Talking about Reptile. Reptile is directed by Grant Singer. This is his first feature film. He's mostly done, uh, mostly done just music videos like stuff for The Weeknd and Lord. Uh, it was also written by, Benj- by Benjamin Brewer, 
who didn't he didn't run anything for, but he was, did the visual effects for everything everywhere all at once, and also written by Benicio del Toro himself, who stars in this as Tom Nichols. I want to say it as simple as I can. Also, this starts just a Timberlake as Will Grady. Neither of you yet. The Facebook is cool. That's what it's got going for it. Yeah. Also, Eric Bogosian is Captain Robert Allen. Won't matter what your intentions are. And Alicia Silverstone is Judy Nichols. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And also, this sells Dermot Lombard's Dozy as Wally. Francis Fisher as Camille Grady. Atto Essendo as Dan Cleary. Michael Pitt as Eli Phillips. He was great in this. And uh, Carl Guzman as Sam Gifford. And Mike Paniski as Chief Marty Graver. What's going to storyline for this one, Neil? Will Grady is a Scarboard real estate mogul dating an agent named Summer. They flip foreclosures and expensive homes in the area under the watchful eye of Will's mom, Camilla. And there seems to be some brewing tension in the relationship. One day, Will meets Summer at a house. She's showing and finds her brutally murdered. So this is a crime drama, um, but it's all about Benicio Del, Del Toro's performance, 100%. No, 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 no. No, it's not. <laughs> what do you think? It's all about Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Dude. He was bringing sexy back. Yeah. He was sexier than a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you have quotes for that? Or do you have facts to put up on the screen for people? I'm getting things okay, done. Okay, don't okay, point. Okay. I blow. What the fuck, dude? I don't point <laughs> out your stuff. All right, man. I don't like go on the microphone and go, hey, man, you're slurring a little bit. Why don't you clean up your speech or something like that? You could say that Be to me. nice. That's fine. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, but you know, Yeah, you're just being mean. But yeah, just, you you just like, want to stab me in the heart and take away my kids? Your kids? You, I don't think you have kids yet. Yet. Well, what the fuck? Now you're saying I don't got kids? You have Gosh! You got, okay, just kidding. You got a dog, right? Do you have cats? I got a dog. You have a couple cats. Yeah, right? I got two cats. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got two cats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie at hand. So. uh, Yeah, go ahead. So Benicio Del Toro is the reason why this movie is more than better, more than okay. Because this performance in this is Fucking amazing. I love... I, I'm going to... I, I like what you're saying, but I'm going to disagree a little bit. Okay. Alicia Silverstone was also pretty great. Like, I, you don't see her a whole lot. So seeing These it, three actors is why this movie was good. Okay. Justin Timberlake, Alicia Silverstone, and uh, Del Toro. Like, the three of them together, when they especially were good. Okay. Um, I thought this movie was fine. Uh, actually, I thought all the acting in this was pretty fucking solid, honestly. Like, without these actors, this could have been middling to okay. But having those actors in it, especially Benicio, I think elevates this to a new level of good. It, it's kind of like uh, Copland. Yeah, you remember Copland? Copland? I remember Copland was still I? Yeah. yeah. So I was in it? Yeah. yeah. And, and that was a good movie because of the acting in the movie was so good. They could look fast about the, some of this narrative, narrative shortcomings. Like, in this movie, like, everything was so predictable. Like, I knew everything was coming up, you know? And um, it's a little bit, even if it's predictable, it's kind of convoluted 
And so that's such you're like, oh, okay, it was like this and this. That's not saying I didn't like something because I did. I did like mm-hmm. this movie. But it's but without these actors in it, it's it's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not amazing. I like this movie quite a bit, but but because the acting Oh, you mean actors matter? <laughs> yeah. Actors matter. This actors is, matter. Yeah. So is that why Eric Schultz isn't Marty McFly? That's exactly why. Because okay. It, yeah. But but uh, Dick. But um No, like like I'm saying like like without these actors, it's not near as good, you know. Um, and no, that is the main thing about this movie. This movie was one hundred percent great because of Del Toro. Uh, by any means, this is not a fast movie. This is not like action every second. This is a uh, you know you got to pay attention to what's going on, see what the people are doing around them, and trying to follow the story of what's going on with this detective and his life. Yeah. Now, um, just like Chris said, man, th- this is all about the acting. And if you even look at the posters they put out, I mean, <laughs> like here's Del Toro, here's uh, Justin Timberlake, and all has a scaly look, and here's uh, Alicia Silverstone, and each one of them played their part just to the T. That it was just so good that you're just kind of like, oh wow, this is this is amazing. This well, is this is good. Sorry. Go ahead. One of the things I really liked about this movie is the little things that they, the little things they dropped for sort of developing um, Tom Nichols. Tom Nichols, and it's like you see how he acts sort of towards people close to his wife, close to people he works with, and it's really fucking gritty. You know, like like mm-hmm. you get a little bit of his backstory just enough to sort of feel like he knows what he's going through, um, and and it's it's that in this movie that sort of brings it together. You could right right away. Tom Nichols' character feels lived in, you know, like like Benicio was able to to pinpoint who this person was, and that it's it's rare you find an actor with that caliber, but Benicio is one of them. Without him in this movie, I guess with without Alicia Silverstone and without Timberlake, this movie is not that is okay. But with them, like I said, this is a powerhouse, and because Benicio makes it believable, because Alicia makes it believable, it's Justin. Makes it believable. This movie is all the much better for that, and I, and really, I can't just I, I can't sing the phrase about the acting in this. This is um, one thing I really like is Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. as an asshole. <laughs> like seriously, because and this is my theory, and you know this has been my theory for years, even in uh, when it comes to pro wrestling, whatever it is. The nicest guys in real life, the nice guys in real life, play the, play the best bad guys ever. Because they, they, just, I think, because they know what bad behavior looks like. You know, like, you know, that's why that's my that's my feeling. I like they know what they have such a moral compass that's right on them. They can tell the worst of the worst. You know, and so yeah, and that's the thing. I think they like they see what people like are doing around them and they try to take that as an influence of what they, you know, what they're acting style is like, okay, I know this is what it's like to be an a-hole because I've met this guy and that's the guy I'm going to base this character off of. So that makes you wonder, you know? Michael Pitt played a creepy dude. Does that mean he's super clean and nice? <laughs> I think Michael Vick is who? Michael Pitt. The, Michael Pitt. You played Eli? Did he really? Yeah. 
Let me let me look at this. Michael Pitt. Mm, oh yeah, definitely. I bet he's like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. I bet you he'll buy you a Mercedes if he had the money for it. <laughs> so I, I remember Michael Pitt mostly. I remember him from uh, he was in Seven Psychopaths, but a movie that my friend let me borrow, which was called The Dreamers. That's a fucked up movie. Yeah. You guys want to see a fucked up movie? But it's good. Yeah, it is a messed up movie. But um. All right. Well, uh, let's get our uh, get a little uh, you quotes. know do quotes. that thing that we do. Quotes, you and quotes. then we'll we'll move that next part of this thing that we do. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me read some quotes and let's get to our scores on this one. Okay. Um, is this one above my pay rate? What's the secret to survival? I knew Oklahoma could boot scoot, but I didn't know he could speak French. Before I start, I want to say I'm very sorry for you. He has no past, and he's very clean. What's giving us, he gave himself a promotion if, what did I write here? He gave himself a promotion. It's called a side business. (laughs) And this is why I have to listen to the whole thing when I go through, guys, just just say no. Yeah, we will. I came in this world alone. I will go through it alone. I will die alone. So fuck it. I taught him all he knows. Not all I know, just all he knows. You don't remember me? Your mother would remember me. Oh, your oh, mom, shit. Oh. Okay. Is that the car you lost your virginity in? <laughs> After we bought it, the father committed suicide, and the son blamed us for it. We have the same birthday, me and you. No shit, Gemini's. Twins we are. I just want to see Will Grady taken away in handcuffs, because he is the devil. Nothing about the limp. Nothing about the Chrysler. Didn't mention anything else. They are just washing their hands of this. Hey, next time, shoot him in the front. Makes this shit go easier. (laughs) I just want you... Oh, sorry. Wrong part. It's your watch. (laughs) It's a Rolex. I don't care. It's just a watch. We don't want someone else to get killed because we didn't do our job. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't know what to do, supposed to do. So what's the difference between me and you? About five bank accounts and I'm oh, sorry. Anyway, I know the whole song. <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Anyway, uh, you going to answer that? They'll leave a message. You and Judy have a good thing here. Let it go. Oklahoma, you in or you out? There's only one thing I love as much as you, and that is being a cop. That's it. That's what I got. All right, so, Neil, real quick before we get to our score, I wanted to talk about there is a twist in this, several, I guess, several twists. Twist! You saw well, it yeah, coming. it's a detective movie. You saw it It's a murder mystery. You saw it coming, right? Uh, I saw um, five more of them that did not come. <laughs> But yeah, they 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 hinted very easily on this. I mean, let's I mean, just but, be honest. But it's also, it's also sort of foreshadowing, so it wasn't that hard to figure out. You kind of saw it 
before no, you saw no, it? No, no, by any means. It was it was 100%. This is a good follow murder mystery. You're going to figure it out by the end, I think. If not, then it'll tell you straightforward. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty oblique. It's not oblique at all. It's you know, straightforward. But the the ending was great, I think. Like, I liked the ending quite a bit of this movie. Um, And um, even the last scene, you know, like, I'm not giving it away. I'm not going to give it away. But you guys, I like this movie quite a bit. I give it a 3.9, almost a 4. What's your score on this one, dude? I give it a. We're gonna go a little less than you. I'm okay. gonna go about a three point eight, and and that's just because, again, it it just it was a little too predictable, and it, it's. Man, you know, I want it all to be good. <laughs> the story you know, was lacking a it, bit. Like you're like it got it got a little draggy on. Like <laughs> I started look. Okay, this is how I rate it when I'm at home. If I start looking at my phone, yeah, you did not grab my attention <laughs> enough because I I take it serious when I watch uh, when I watch things for this podcast. Like yeah. I take serious what I got to do. Yeah, Neil's not high generally. If it's what we call. Yeah, I, I I I literally I I don't drink. I don't get high. I don't do anything like that while I'm watching the movies here because I want to make sure my it's like I get it. I get it. I want to mention. I want to mention. That if it's a movie meant to be watched, I knew we'll all be all about it. But we don't watch a whole lot of movies like that. What? What's that? Like if it's a movie that's basically saying you should be high watching this. Oh yeah, <laughs> if it's a Kevin Smith film, I'm 100 <laughs> lighting up before I go in that some bitch. Um, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, uh, I try my best to go in, go and- in sober and try to have a good time and we didn't get your phone like what's the shit over basically that's what you're saying yeah no i wasn't i wasn't too bad with it you know i really liked it mm-hmm. I, I thought it was I, again i thought it was a good movie but lately let's just be honest this is my comparison and this is probably why i got a little bit lower rating than most i'm getting spoiled with detective miss murder mist oh, we saw such a good one last week Oh, but anyway, um, yeah, but we, we had like glass onion, knives out, uh, haunting in Venice, death of the Nile. We we're having these good murder mysteries that like, literally you have to like dig deep. All right, guys. Um, uh, you know, I'm on red was the onion score for reptile, man. Uh, I'm going to say it's in the sixties. It has to be 62. 75%. You were close. The onions like too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is a uh uh credit score for reptile? Oh gosh, that's always a difficult one because critics really like stuff like this. I'm gonna go 78%. 43%. Whoa, what did they say about this? Critics consensus is strong word from Benicio del Toro and Alicia Silverstone isn't enough to make up for the reptile. Convoluted and ultimately underwhelming story. Hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give you a good review and a bad review. This is from Richard Roper of, uh, you know, Richard Roper. I give you a 3.4 out of stories. He says, Delta Warrior carries this sometimes convoluted and derivative failure into three-star territory with an absolutely mesmerizing and authentic performance. The concept of memories of past anterior greats such as Bogart and Mitchum, Ryan, Ryan Hayden. And this is uh, from... 
Campbell 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 of Empire Magazine. She says, Delta was solid screen charisma, can't rescue reptile, a driven lethargic thriller that really thrills as it tries and fails to build a case for itself as a meaningful iteration of the detective crime thrillers that it admires. So, you know, uh, you guys on Netflix, I think it's time well spent. I think Neil's Woods time well spent. But if you're a fucking snob, I guess you might have problems with it. But I, I think, I think, you, I, dude, I think you and I, we try to not be as snobby about films, right? We try to be as. No, we're, we try very not to be snobby. We, we, we don't want snobby. Like literally my whole thing is how many times can I watch a movie? Can so, I watch it more than once? And if I can watch it more than once. Yeah. So do you need, I'm there. Are you ready for news? Do you need me to install talking about Bob Dylan? I'm, I'm, uh, dude, I've had plenty of time to set okay, up. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so. This is the news. I'm going to read stuff because Chris can only read in Arabic or Latin, <laughs> dead languages that have been gone for over 3,000 years. Well, I wouldn't say the Arabic's dead language. That's a language that I think, like, I don't know, millions and millions of people use. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking the wrong language. You know what? Aramaic. You're thinking, you're thinking about again. Aramaic. Aramaic. I'm thinking Aramaic. Yeah. I said Arabic. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's just redo that. Okay. Cut that out. Besides this video, nobody will ever <laughs> see that. This is the movies that don't suck and some of them news. I have to read stuff to Chris because he's blind in both eyes, but still can drive just fine. What you got from your pal this week? I, All I, right. I've personally stayed away from movie news because I know this is a lot of people's favorite segment of the show. So. Yes, let's get going then. All right. First, let's get her done. Uh, actors are still on strike. <laughs> um, they try to meet with the people on Monday. Uh, if you don't know, the writers are back. And believe me, you'll know that from the news segment that I'm about to give you. <laughs> a lot of a lot of scripts have been given that green light, bro. <laughs> and some some date lines have come down. But uh, the, the actors are still on strike. They, they will be going again this Monday to go sit down to try to get down. Now, that, now everybody does have the highest hopes. The priority... Um, uh, said by Ellis Roma, an attorney representing Image Entertainment Skydance, saying the priorities seem to be things that were all but greenlit but stopped because of the strike. They need to figure out how they they finish what they started. And that is the thing. You know, people don't know how to finish what they started. And people today just need to I, – I, you just got to pay the people. You got to take a little <laughs> less profit, all right? So, so you don't get the gold toilet you want. <laughs> what we do? Go for the bronze. All right. Yeah. You can do silver. Like, I think silver is okay. Just like, <laughs> you silver too. Whatever. I think bronze is less yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Than that. That's yeah. fine. But maybe the silver. Uh, talking about unions, uh, Walt Disney Pictures in-house FX teams had vote, and they are unionized. Okay, good. I, th- I thought they were striking. Like we're never going to see another movie again. <laughs> Uh, an I A T S E unanimous uh, uh, a vote following the vote to unionize by Marvel Studios and have special effects team as well. So Disney and Marvel's both special effects teams are both under the union. Cool. 
Too bad not everybody in this dang country can be in a union. Because, I, I mean, I know they get bad raps because of mobsters and stuff like that. But come on, guys. Uh, people are still, like, to this day, I've been looking for jobs for, like, part-time gigs and stuff like that. People are still paying 8 bucks an hour you know, for jobs. If there was a podcast union, I think we would join it. Yeah, I mean, nobody pays us. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's happening, everybody. It is happening. Uh, with or without the greatest singer of all time, uh, Labyrinth, the sequel, mm. is happening. Uh, director Scott Derrickson does not know when, but it has been confirmed. Uh, Scott Derrickson is the new director of VHS 85, which Ooh. will be coming out soon. Will happen due to the current crisis in the film industry that that they didn't know is going to happen, but it is already because it expanded in the in the comic books and video games, books and theater, uh, making a sequel at this point just seems inevitable. Yeah, so I wanted to play Jareth. They didn't have Jareth in this one, you know. I know. I mean, who's going to be? Who can play? Nobody can be David Bowie and his amazing growing package during that Dude, movie. That movie, like, um, like, I was, I was like, like, I feel kind of weird looking at his at his codpiece. But I was like, that's pretty impressive, or, you know, real, mm. you know. Way to go, Bowie! Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't say his name three times because if you do, he'll return to the theaters for his thirty fifth anniversary. That's right. The great Beetlejuice will be returning to the theater for his 35th anniversary. Uh, Beetlejuice served as a launching pad for Hollywood stars like Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Winona Ryder, and Tim Burton. That'd be yeah, very sure. obvious. Dude, I can't. But I, I, I would go see that in theaters. Honestly, I love Beetlejuice. October 18th. October 18th is the date. I mean, you'll Beetlejuice. We're in the 35th. I love Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> Do I like Tim <laughs> Burton and Michael Keaton in a movie? Did, 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 huh. did you watch the mm. uh, cartoon? Uh, I don't know, Chris. Do I like <laughs> no. Tim Burton and Michael Keaton in movies together? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry, she didn't ask the fucking question. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that, that, that's a really weird question. <laughs> out of all, out of all, of all the questions you could ask. So that, I know, like I know that Kabila Juice Two has been in development hell forever. But do you think maybe Catherine O'Hara being in Shit's Creek maybe maybe made it happen but faster? No, I think it's all Tim Burton. Okay, all right. Because right. Tim Burton doesn't like revisiting stuff everything ever since uh, Batman Returns. Okay. Um Okay. The Strangers trilogy uh is gonna be coming out. The new trilogy in the Stranger franchise is finally giving fans a first look at the first chapter, which closely resembles the original film setup of a young couple facing a home invasion. Director Rennie Harlan, known for the his horror movie uh credentials, expressed that making three movies at once has been incredible demanding, but also very exciting. The cast um has nobody I know in it. So um Hopefully it's really good. Let's go for it. When I saw, I remember when I saw the trilogy for the first Strangers. Someone in the theater lost their mind. Like, oh no! <laughs> when they were just jumping in the background. But I like the Strangers. It's just not my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get that. Okay. Uh, so Patrick Swayze in his new memoir has totally apologized for not thinking one of his coworkers had good acting chops. Is he someone with Gilbert Damon Moore? Patrick Stewart's memoir reveals that he had 
initially underestimated Tom Hardy's acting abilities and thought he would never be successful. If you don't remember this, uh, Tom Hardy played the twin of of Picard in the movie Nemesis, where he was a clone of him. Despite playing a lackluster villain in Star Trek Nemesis, Hardy has since become an A-list talent starring in major films and receiving Academy Award nominations. Just so you, did you? you said Patrick Swayze, not Patrick Stewart. Did I say Patrick Swayze again? I do that all the time with Stewart, dude. <laughs> you know, who's sexier, Patrick Stewart or Patrick Swayze? They're both equally as sexy when they were healthy, right? 100%. Hey, <laughs> do you like Art the Clown? Of course, I, I like I like this terrifying movie for sure. Oh, yeah. Terrifier 2 is set for re-release on November 1st of this year, a week earlier than expected, much to the delight of horror fans craving the macabre. Director Damien Lean expresses his gratitude to the fans and promises an enthralling theatrical release filled with surprises leading up to the release of Terrifier 3, which is coming out next year. It introduces new characters, evaluates the gore fest with an emotional depth, particularly in the escalating tension between Cyan and Art. Uh, so there's going to be like more of a Batman Joker duel. There's basically scenes they've that well, were cut let out. Let me ask you a question. Good. So there are two already two very big clowns in the horror genre. There's obviously Pennywise the clown who's scary shit, and then there's uh, there's a what was a Dell's Jujax of what was his name of that? Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. So those are two, to me, in my heart, uh, two very mm-hmm. big clouds in the horror genre. And I, right. I commend I commend them for the, the Terrifier for being able to introduce a new clown that's just as scary. You know? Clowns are scary. and there's They need a fourth one. They need a fourth one. Who do you think it'll be? I don't know, but they need a fourth one <laughs> so we can have a Mount Rushmore of scary fucking clowns. <laughs> okay. That works. Okay. If not, artists are just going to throw like Heath Ledger Joker that wasn't even hold, good. Hold your horse. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in the world, there is a director's cut of Leprechaun. The horror comedy exists. Uh, Leprechaun director Mark Jen reveals that there is a director cut of the horror comedy originally intended to be a comedy horror. The film was intentionally planned to kids movie with a con a comedy twist similar to live action Scooby-Doo, but the studio wanted more violence. So there is a more comedic version of Leprechaun out there. The director's cut. What do you think? We just don't know if we'll ever see it. Do you want to see that? Do you want to see that? Of course I want to see that. All right. I'm the Leprechaun, but yeah. (laughs) Um, the uh, David Bruckner has been very eager to. He wants to get back to work and do a Hellraiser two for the reboot series. Now we we were big fans of the Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser. Yeah, we thought it was good yeah. of last year. And he expresses admiration for the original and the world that he that was created. And he hopes to have the opportunity to continue exploring it with audiences positively. I mean, you can literally do like a. Uh, Tales of the Crypt, like that TV show they had on HBO, where each episode is completely different. You know, I have a puzzle box that resembles but the uh, actual um, Hellraiser box. I have mine uh, somewhere over there. One uh, second. I think uh, yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper sitting. Let me get mine real quick. Oh my gosh! Why are you gonna go get something? We're like an hour long already. Ah, all right. It's like, dude, come on. Sorry, I'm just a little drunk right now. So, yeah, I noticed. 
<laughs> that is not the Hellraiser box. Is it though? Is it not? No. Right, fine. <laughs> that, that's a cool. That's a cool puzzle box, and I know what that is. My grandmother used to have it. Okay. The Hellraiser box. I got to be careful because it, it's this one's fragile. It comes with the action figures, but that is the Hellraiser box, the Pandora's box. Okay. See? Okay. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Right. See. See. Now I'm gonna put that right there because it's so pretty, and I'm gonna summon the demons later. Okay. Uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez is giving a positive, um, positive, promising update on Adelita Battle Angel Two. Uh, Rodriguez expresses his enthusiasm for the sequel alongside writer and producer James Cameron. So James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez are both wanting to make this a big universe. The fan campaign group. Uh, Adelita Army has made an impact just and the a, studios have taken notice. It's just Alita, not Adelita. It's just Alita. Uh, Alita, okay. <laughs> the Alita Army has uh, made an impact studios are knowing and they are starting to work on it. So, yay. I guess, man. I'm not, I'm not like, not part of the army. It was okay. I would just yeah, went. I get it. You don't, you don't like good movies. Anyway, <laughs> uh, C-3PO's uh, if you are looking to buy C-3PO's head, you're in luck. It's going to auction this week. Oh, I mean, if I had the money, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd be into that. The original C-3PO headpiece worn by Anthony Daniels in Star Wars A New Hope is going on sale. Registration is open for serious bidders, and proxy bidders will open October 10th. Now, this is what they think it is expected to go live on November 9th and will run till that Sunday, November 12th. They are expecting somewhere. What do you think? How much do you think they're expecting they're going to get for C3PO's head? Uh, I'm going to say between, original Star Wars, dude. We're talking original Star Wars. This is my guess between 900,000 and 3.2 million. That's good. But no, it was you're 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 too high. But okay. yeah, you're you're in the ballpark though. They figure it will go for either five hundred and seventy five between five hundred seventy five thousand to one million point two. Okay, well, I mean, some people are some really new fucking nerds, and when they have this on their coffee table when people come over. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A new movie on Netflix coming out called Family Switch, was which inspired by 13 Going on 30 and 21 Jump Street, featuring Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. I don't know what more I need to tell you. Jennifer Garner and another body switch movie? Yeah. I, I, me and my wife actually watched 13th Going on 30 like this past week, dude. Like when I was in my, I couldn't get up from the couch and she had the remote kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, 13 Going on 30. Hey, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Man, awesome. <laughs> Young Mark Ruffalo. Man. Young and still hot, Mark Ruffalo. I know. Uh, Scott Derrickson would love to do a black phone sequel, but he will only do it only one reason, only one, one particular that he has to do it. Ethan Hawke has to come back. Well, Ethan Hawke Hawk is, is not playing. Ethan Hawke is the, the character. He's the main character of that movie. He's, he's the he's thing. A, he's the reason the movie exists and why it has the right to exist is Ethan Hawke. Composer Charlie Clouser 
has just beat composer John Williams. And what? Charlie has now done 10, the music, the composed the music for 10 of the same film. And John Williams has only done nine. So what, what, what movie is Charlie Cosmo? Is it Star Wars? No. Saw. John Williams can't let that happen. He has to do another. Charlie <laughs> Charlie is a composer for Saw, and he's been the composer for all ten of the Saws. And John Williams has only been the composer for nine he's Star Wars. He's been saying he's, he's um, retiring every movie he does. But he might say about retirement. John Williams? Yeah, yeah. He's, he might have to go retirement to do these next movies. You know, what are those new Star Wars movies he made? Um, Paramount celebrates uh, Mean Girls Day by releasing the movie in 23 parts on TikTok. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't hear about that. Cause... So on, on Mean Girls Day, which was October 3rd, they released the entire movie. It's in 23 parts on TikTok. That is insane. Are you a TikTok guy? Do you use it? I, I, I watch some stuff on there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I do too. I, I watch uh, people from the interwebs and stuff like that. I do mostly now, guitar stuff. So There's some big rumors of, in the movie industry right now about a famous singer who's been hanging out with certain people, and they think because of this, she might be involved in something. Now... Taylor Swift, who everybody now knows is dating Travis Kelsey. And the whole fucking Kansas City is acting like they're dating Taylor Swift now. That's what everyone's acting like. Oh, my God. Do you, do you realize he, he went he went up 300,000 followers in one day? He has over 400% more of his shirts and jersey. His jersey is now in the top five top-selling jerseys of all time. He's not, I mean, he's fine, I guess. He's, he's a, a great good. dude, man. Yeah, I'm sure he's... No, it's all the Swifties, man. You can't, don't don't piss off the Swifties, dude. We we will get canceled tomorrow. So listen, I, I like Taylor Swift quite bad. I respect her as an artist. Um, but I don't know if I can... Don't piss off the Swifties. Guys, I like Taylor Swift quite a bit. Thank you for being fans listening. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, Taylor Swift, if people didn't notice, was sitting with some certain people in the box this Our past mom, weekend. Like, like his mom, right? Not Well, not his mom. Not this weekend. Oh, I didn't see this. Instead, it was one guy named Ryan and another guy named Hugh. Really? Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So everybody is now thinking, and this is the rumor going on, that she's in that Taylor Swift is... might be in Deadpool 3 <laughs> playing the Dazzler. And I could not agree more. Do you even know the Dazzler? Tell me who Dazzler is. Dazzler is like a singer chick that literally um I, I I have the, her first comic. Danny's a fan of hers. Oh yeah. Um, but she was famous for her powers. Like her singing creates this like universal light or whatever like that. It's really weird what her power is. I I didn't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I really haven't looked up on. Gosh dang it! This my computer is being weird. No worries. But Dazzler is a pop singer that uh. 
uses her powers to save people. And give me two seconds, and I'll give you that reference photo. <laughs> right there it is. This is Dazzler. Okay. Is she like a... Can you see? I can see Taylor Swift playing Dazzler. Is she like Annie in The Boys? The Starlight? Something like that, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll go with that. You watch The Boys, right? Of course you watch The Boys. Hey! Yes, of course I love The Boys. It's kind of like Starlight. Yeah, we'll go with Starlight, but except for she's a popular singer and stuff like that. Hey, uh, Chris, are you looking for a second job? Not really, but what do you got for me? All right. Five Nights at Freddy's is now accepting a night guard position for their those who dare to call. Uh, they run an ad in a local newspaper. A new phone number, which is 833-578-0158, allows you to brave souls to apply for the haunted position you, as night guard at... Go ahead. Give me that number one more time. Oh, it's 833-578-0158. Now, I've already done it. I already went and applied. Okay. They gave you, you send them their, your information, and they, <laughs> yep. And you got you hit, you got to hit apply. You, you do it in a text. You don't call it. Oh. You got to do it in a text. Okay. You got to text them apply, and then they'll send you information. Then you go to a website where you fill out your information, and then they send you to the security video. For to be the security guard, like it, it's a whole back and forth. It is hilarious. I actually uh, the, the couple days ago, I downloaded a Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm gonna try to play it for you. Comes out the end of the month. So nice, nice. I'm too into Star Wars right now. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm finally playing that. Uh, Netflix has sent out its last DVD ever. Netflix has officially ended DVD rentals after 25 years, marking the end of the era for the iconic red envelopes that were beloved by film and TV lovers. The decision of the DVD rentals uh, would solely focus on streaming operation, reflect the shifts between digital media. Are they going to tell us what the uh, DVD is? Are they going to tell us? Let's see. And the last DVD is... Oh. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Jeff Daniels was in it. Dumb Dumber? Nope. Oh, um, wait a minute. Not Jeff Daniels. Jeff Bridges. I'm sorry. Jeff Bridges. Crazy hard. Mm. You're, you're, around, you're getting close to it around that. Yeah. Sean Legacy? No. Nope. Hell or High Water? No. You're closer with that one. Fuck. Tell me. Tell me. It's a remake. Just fucking tell me, dude. True Grit. The Ooh, 2010 version of True Grit was the last DVD sent out. Okay. Well, here it is. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, you know what? No, this is going to be the last story. Let's go, go to some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, Crunch, Crunchy Roll lists a variety of horror theme anime for streaming in October. Sure, if you don't sure. know what Crunchy Roll is, it is a, a free streaming company that you can go and watch anime and stuff so they're gonna have um horror anime basically for this year like blue exorcist uh corpse brought uh, princess um helsing ultimate is this a zombie the vampire dies in no time tokyo ghoul and more uh the content's for free for users uh there'll be ads similar to other free uh, streaming platforms but if you like 
anime and haunted anime all through October. Go to Crunchyroll. Again, this is not an advertisement. I just thought I'd give information to people that like shit. I actually really uh, been watching um, Fruits Basket every night until he's in the series, but nice. Uh, uh, the Criterion Collection is now releasing everything in October, too, as well. Anything that has not been. So Dr. Ha- uh, Jackal, Mr. Hyde, the mystery of the Wax Museum, stuff like that. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, stuff like that, if you want to go see them as well. Okay. Uh, is that it? Is that the only news you got? No, I'm not it, dude. I, I thought got, you like, said more. that was it. Okay, all right, go No, I, I did earlier, <laughs> but I said I was going to save something for the end. Okay. Blumhouse not only wants to remake Halloween, not only wants to remake Exorcist, but they want to add another one to their books. It's not what Friday big 13th, franchise do you think Blumhouse wants to add? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th yeah, is what Blumhouse... Hey, it makes sense. The guy's name is Jason Blumhouse. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, everybody, if you are a writer and you have an idea of how the X-Men should add, get added to the Marvel Studios, the MCU, they are now taking applications for writers for X-Men movies. So X-Men movies are now being worked on at the MCU. Uh, now that the writers, uh, Writer's strike is over. The Michael Jackson biopic is now um, starting <laughs> in production for Universal Pictures. Of course it is. Uh, John Waters, the famous director, just wants you all to know that he can never get canceled. And it's because he makes smut. And without smut, the world would not turn. I mean, you love John Waters, don't you? I love John Waters. He's your boo. I love John Waters. I love I love, I use my boo. Uh, Patrick uh, Stewart is still pushing for um, a Picard movie to finish it all off and kill him off. <laughs> um, right out the gate, yeah. Rebel Moon, a, a thing that Zack Snyder has been working on that we've, or we can't wait, it's supposed to be like the new Star Wars, is already getting sued. Already? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who by who? The Rebel Moon game, the company behind the plan Rebel Moon tabletop game, are suing Netflix for allegedly backing out of a deal and refusing to compensate them for the creative deal. Really? Really, dude? Are you going to really do this Like in the midst of all these? It's like, oh, my God. They don't raise our our Netflix rights even more. You know? Yeah. Uh, our aim is to ensure our. These are the people, Evil Genius Games. Uh, the CEO said, "Our aim is to ensure our team is recognized for their fantastic work, and that we can release their game for millions of the TTRPG uh, enthusiasts to enjoy." It is disheartening to see Netflix backpedal on content that was jointly showcased and had received their prior consent. We urge our supporters to contact Netflix and Zack Snyder to push for the release of the game. Well, I want to see the game. I want to play the game, so maybe they should do it. All right. Uh, Chris Rock is becoming a director. He's going to direct a biopic called King, A Life. Universally announced it's a Martin Luther King Jr. story. Ooh, that's interesting. I know. Chris Rock, too, doing it. That's a weird one. Way to go him. Mm-hmm. A live-action Cyberpunk 27.7 is going to be coming out. 
Uh, Red has announced today that they're teaming up with Anonymous Content to develop a live-action cyberpunk uh, 2077 project. Uh, you down yeah, with that? They don't get can- huh? You down with it? Oh, yeah, I beat that years ago okay. when it came out. Okay. A couple years ago, yeah. All right, now here's the last two stories, and I saved the... I, this one was originally the last one, but the other one, I think, takes prior. But okay. recently, one of the biggest horror movie characters of all times was arrested in Mexico for terrorizing people. Ooh, what is this one? One of the biggest horror movie franchises of all times main character was arrested. Was it was it Freddy Krueger? Nope. Fuck. I'll give you three guesses. Get three guesses. Come on. Okay, Mike Myers. Major franch one of the biggest major franchises of horror movie times. Mike Myers. Nope. <sighs> okay, what wasn't Jason, was it? Nope. Chucky has been arrested. Oh, <laughs> Chucky a doll got arrested. <laughs> Mexico police arrested Chucky Doll and its owner who are robbing and threatening people all over the town. Chucky, the iconic horror doll from the Child's Play franchise, was used by a man to terrorize and rob people in Mexico, highlighting the culture and impact of the character. Chucky series, I don't care about that. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, was just, it, was, it was just telling you about Chucky series coming out next. Yeah, yeah. Um, couldn't wait for Halloween. So uh, let's see. I want to see what he did. All right, so he's using the doll to terrorize the population in Mexico. According to authorities in Manclova, Mexico, where the incident occurred, the man tied a real knife to the doll's hand to threaten people and robbed them. The outlet confirms the man was later released, but the doll has not been returned to him. Of course not. <laughs> and there's pictures of the cops walking with the doll. That's ridiculous. Last but not least, Chris, here it is. Okay, I'm ready for the it. news we've been waiting for. For the last year, Jason Blum of Blumhouse has declared the Spawn reboot will be released (laughs) in 2025. Uh, Blumhouse uh, CEO Jason Bloom is con- uh, confident that the Spawn reboot it will hit theaters in early 2025, despite recent Hollywood strike. The original plan to create a low-budget horror movie has changed due to the adaptation of multiple A-list actors, leading to a larger budget. Spawn creator Todd McFarlane is planning to expand the Spawn universe into many cinematic movies. So maybe they'll, the media won't have John Glazamo's as a the clown anymore, right? Oh, someone else. Me look better. You've heard of the vibrator. <laughs> You've heard of the mutilator. But now it's the violator. <laughs> the CGI is so bad in that movie. I love that movie, but every time I watch it, I can't the, the CGI, man. It's the CGI. That's the news. Let's get to movies, man. That was the movies that don't suck and some of them news. I told Chris some stuff so he will be happy and he won't haunt me in my sleep. All right, so the creator, directed by Gareth Edwards, Gareth Edwards directed such movies as Godzilla, Monsters, which I actually really love Monsters, and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We both love that movie. It's also uh, written and directed by Chris Weitz, who also did Rogue One, who's Gareth Edwards' partner 
This stars John D. Washington as Joshua. Why should I know who supplied it? Combination of metals is unique to India. Also, uh, Madeline Yui Bells uh, as Jalfi. Jimma Chan as Maya. Oh, how silly of me. Also, Allison Janney as Colonel Howe. You think Sonia Henny's mother loved her? And Ken Watanabe as Haroon. The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control. Also, this stars the uh, indie singer, still, or I guess, country singer, Sturgill Simpson as Drew. This stars uh, Mark Menchak as McBride. Ralph Anderson of The Witch Fame as General Andrews. Uh, Michael Esper as Captain Cotton. Veronica Nill as Kami. And uh, Sid Skidmore as Bradbury. Why don't you go ahead and read the story for this one, pal? Long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Oh, a different sorry. movie, yeah. Oh. Amid a future war between the human race and forces of artificial intelligence, Joshua, a hardened ex-special forces agent grieving the disappearance of his wife, is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. So uh, I went to this movie last time. What is your? I'll let you go first on this one. You, oh, so you want me to talk? Yeah, go ahead and talk. <laughs> okay. Um, man, I like this movie. I this was a great world builder. Mm-hmm. It built so. And now, um, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking just go with it right out the gate because this is what I've been hearing from other people that reviewed this shit that it's not an original story that it copied this it copied that it copied that uh to be honest this is actually an original story this is not from a book it's not from a comic book it's not from anybody else's stuff any other source material this was actually written by the director himself to try to make this world and to build this world i think he did a great job in this movie building the world like I, I was in the world. I understood what this world was by by the end of the movie. I understand where we were. I figured where we were and how the situation worked. Now, I love how America is the, is the bad guys <laughs> because that makes 100% sense um, because the rest of the world does not think we are good human beings. It, it's just fact. That's not me saying that. I'm not making that up. Or saying that because I hate America. I, I love America. Uh, but it, it makes America the bad guys. Um, Nomad, the bad guys. And I really love John David Washington. And this, I'm figuring out where I need to go loner fucking role. This was great for him. Allison Cheney was a complete bitch. Yeah, she was, uh, great. She but, was great. But but she made sense on why. You know, like um, to her, it wasn't killing robots. She was just turning them off. <laughs> you know, she's not killing a living being. She's just turning them off. But that's also the main argument of the movie is that, uh, and this is where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I don't think it's copying anything, but he did use familiar things. Like on AI is a, you know, at what point is AI a sentient thing? At what point are these robots 
person you know what i mean so that but again i'm not saying that I'm not saying the career is a bad movie because it's far from it's far from a bad movie but i can't understand people saying he's borrowing from stuff which is not wrong but also again he everything it. borrows from everything yeah i'm not i'm not done what i'm saying okay. is that he does it in a different way than most people do it this isn't irobot this isn't the terminator this is nothing no. in, there's something in between that and because of that, I read people saying where this is vacuous. This squeezed tears out of me several times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's several times where I'm like, oh, my God, don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's good because of the acting. It's good because of the writing. And with the emailing the artists, they did something amazing with the visuals. The visual effects of this, I, I can't see it not being none of their best visual effects at the end of the year. I just don't see where that happens. Yeah, and to be honest, like, I mean, come on, look at some of this effects. Like, look at this. Like, uh, I, I'm, some of these scenes are just ridiculous. Like, what the heck is even that, you know? Like, <laughs> we never even got a full explanation of what that is. It's a flying ship with, like, lights glowing down for people on the podcast listening. And they, I mean, the robots that are actual police robots. I mean, the visuals in this movie were so awesome. Like, I want to watch this movie another th three or four times just for the visuals alone. The details that you may have missed the first time around. Like, I mean, there's so much details and stuff. And there, there's some. Hit Oops, sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's so much details in this in this movie that it's just like there's. More I want to know, like, uh, one of the main plots of this story and not plots, but one of the main facts of the story, which you can read it anywhere, is that the AI nuked LA. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we ever get a definite answer on why they did that. Yeah. And I would love, love to see a movie Based on that, like a prequel, on, based on somebody in LA, like trying to stop it from happening or whatever. But that, and believe me, that's something you get like right within the first five minutes of the movie. So I I'm not feel like they could do anything. like a comic book series, but based on that, bringing up to that, dude. I feel like this is a comic book series. <laughs> like I said, this movie was so good at building its world. Um, I was just like. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. I, I got it. Let's do it. Now, I don't know if you and me are the same. Whenever I see movies based on, like, people with that, you know, they lose their wives or they try to get back to their wives, I'm super into that. Um, mm -hmm. I think you're the same Yeah, way. yeah, me too, because I, I could not imagine my life. If my wife passed away tomorrow, I, I don't even know my I don't even know what my world would be. Yeah. I don't know if I would even still be here, if yeah. I'd be anywhere, if I would still be alive. Like, yeah. I mean, literally... I cannot imagine um, the better version of me is because my wife exists. Yeah, 100%. Being, 100 fucking yeah. percent, dude. And so, like, I... I'd probably be in a nasty... I'd probably be in a nasty studio apartment still to this day. You know, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what would happen with me. Yeah. But I know I wouldn't have this glorious life that I have now with all these great friends. Yeah. So, like... I'm with you, man. That's 100% like where I'm at. So uh, I glommed on to that part really quick. Can John D. Washington, fantastic job. 
Thank you. Um, every time. And let's just belt it out. All right. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't give her a speaking part or uh, a clip because she doesn't have one yet. This is her first movie <sighs> ever. But Madalena Yuna Valos is, I believe, Valas. Valas? Yeah. Valas? Right. Yeah, we're going to do it right now. Doyles, Voyles. So it'd be Voyles? Yeah. 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 Uh, Yana Voyles. We'll say Yana Voyles. But Madeline, I know exactly that's how you say that. So Madeline, um, 100%, this little girl who played Alfie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She was so adorable. And she um, was so there good. Is a line, there is a line in this movie, and I don't even think I wrote it down. I don't know if I did. I'll have to look for it. But it's like, what do you want? And she's like, Oh, for all of robots to be treated equally like humans. And it's like, uh, I don't think we have that in the fridge, but we have ice cream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, she was so cute. She was so good at this. Like, just, yeah, Madeline Univoils, congrats. Like, 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 yeah, I can't wait to yeah, see yeah. what she does. Adorable. Yeah. I mean, this movie, um, oh. I, I swear, man, this was a really good movie. I liked it. Um, and you guys really need to understand this. This didn't come from the MCU. This didn't come from Star Wars. This didn't come from Star Trek. This didn't come from a big franchise. And if people who are out there that complain about movies uh, like that, that are like, that's all you're getting, that's all you're getting because that's all you guys are going out there and watching. Yep. 100%. If you guys don't go out and watch original content like this and support original content, like this movie, we're not getting more of them. Yep. This movie cost eighty million dollars to that's fucking the, make. And by the way, that's uh, that's, that's fucking uh, peanuts for what some movies cost to make. You know? Yeah. They they use some really good. They they had a. I'm 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 some a lot of red tape was was crossed to to get what they brought to this movie because. I, I just feel like this is one of those movies like Blade Runner where it might not get as much love today as it will 10 years from now. Yeah, Blade Runner 2049 definitely had more love now than it has when it came out, which is, it's hard to, like, it's it's it pisses you off, really, you know? Um, and so I'm glad that this is out. I, I've been talking to Neil probably about this, about how there's not enough original sci-fi out, you know? You yeah. Know, you know, and this is original sci-fi. This is and it's good. This yeah. was a good story. I like it. It made me want to see more of this. Oh, 100%. percent. I'm with you on that. So, you guys, you guys definitely should spend your time to watch this because it's great. And um, all right, let's get some quotes and then we will uh, finish this episode out for the right. day. Sounds good. Welcome to the future of robotics. We can give them more human features, make them more human than human. I had to write that down because more human than human. Of course. More human. Okay, of course. Anyway, as long as AI is a threat, they they will never stop hunting them. None of this is real. None of this is real. Us, our love, that child is real. Yeah. The reason they, nope, nope, nope. Oh, the reason they made us ha, was to take your jobs. <laughs> they took <laughs> our take jobs. Your job, took our jobs. They took our jobs. <laughs> they took our jobs. Anyway, 
Problem there was a species worse. The problem was there's a species worse than us. Oh, a problem there. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> problem there was a species worse than them, and it was us. Ooh, Ooh. please make love to yourself and also make love to your mother. Oh, yeah, I remember that part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I will kill the Americans. What's your name? None of your damn business. See you in Valhalla. Want to play a game called... Oh, yeah. Want to play a game? Don't get Joshua killed by the police. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not a robot, then who made you? Well, we're the same here. Both can't go to heaven because you're not good and I'm not a person. <laughs> oh. That was us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They took care of me, loved me. They took care of me better than any humans would have. They have come for me. I have to help them. She made a new car. Oh, she made it. She made a new kind of human of a life form from a human embryo. Underneath it all, we are the same. Nomad has found us. It's not real. It's just programming. I just want you to know I'm going to heaven because of you. That's it. Okay. Um, what's your score in this, pal? 4.4. 4. I love oh, wow, this movie. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I really like this movie. I uh, it, It's probably going to be my top 10 at the end of the year, I think. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many good movies we saw this year. Hell if I know if I'm even going to have the spot for this movie. But I like this movie. I like that it gave me an environment that I, you know, it made me feel good. But at the same time, I'm sitting here... I got what the environment was and I want, I want to play this video game. I want to read this comic book. I want to, I want to see these sequels, but it all matters if it makes its money back in the damn theater, yeah. you know? So my one, this is a four. I'm a little bit lower than you, but uh, hearing your enthusiasm, uh, I want to get higher a little bit before it's already taken. But I'm not, I, I do like the world in this. I do like, I do like original sci-fi because we like that enough. Most sci-fi we get is from you know existing IP, and this is new. This is different, and I'm glad it exists. All right, Neil, I'm gonna run to as they come. What is the audience score for the creator? Hopefully, it's eighty-four percent. It's seventy-seven percent, but there's a creator audience that says seventy-nine. Seventy-seven. Ah, here's what they right. say: excellent performances and fantastic visual effects. Make the career an entertaining watch, and the questions raised by its thought-provoking story will stay you stay with you after the closing credits roll. Now, what is the creek score for the creator? Oh, I hate this part. I know this. You're gonna have to edit that big long gasp out. Um. Uh, don't be mommy, 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 mommy. Uh, 
God, I hate critics because I can never read them. Uh, 82%. 68%. Oh, my God. What are their bastard names? Criticism is visually stunning and packed with spectacular set pieces. The Critics is a timely, elected sci-fi that satisfies in the moment, even if it lacks substance. You and I think it doesn't lack substance. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, you, you like the more I did, though. But I'm going to read a bad review and a good review. Uh, here is uh, Stephen Romay of the Australian. He says, Now, the top level is small, so if you watch the creator and are wondering, well, wondering how it is about, you will not be alone. And here is Lila uh, Lati for The Little White Lies. She says, Not only does the creator work as a good time of the movies, it's also a reminder that mid budget, somewhat original, crap pleasing stories can be told with a plum, which I agree with her. This is, to me, it's. This is a movie that reserves more of the love, and we hope we get more love as the weeks roll on. So that's the creator. Um, yeah, man. I uh, next week we're seeing Saw X, right? Yes, she can say yes. What are we seeing next year? Next, next, next week we're seeing Saw X and something streaming probably on Shutter because it's. Dude, I, I know, I know, VHS eighty five is coming out soon. Oh, I know, shit. like, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember everything that's coming out, so it's like that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna need a minute to take a look and see when. Uh, oh, VHS eighty five is already out. It says it was released on September twenty second. Oh fuck, we'll watch that then. We'll do socks and. Yeah, let me see if to make sure that's that's a thing. Okay. But I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up after okay, cool. we get off this. Let, let, let's finish this up, and I'll, I'll go find that because right. I mean VHS eighty five. VHS is one of our favorite. Yeah. yeah. You guys can find us online movies on Sunday. They were W2Mnet.com. That's W number two. Uh, M, uh, M is movies.net.com. You'll find us there along with a bunch of other stuff. We're also on Patreon.com. Search movies. It's Patreon. Hustle. do suck. Watch us on YouTube. Go and subscribe. Watch us on Facebook. Like that page. Uh, if you guys want to buy shirts like the one Neil's wearing, go to Bonfire.com. Search movies on suck and something do. You'll find that along with a bunch of other cool stuff Neil's made. If you guys want to see some emails, movies that don't suck at gmail.com. Or if we don't suck that net. We're also every find podcasts. Every find podcasts by movies that don't suck and some they do. You know, what do you do for small business? If you got a small business, just let us know. So we will be more than happy to guess what? Advertise you for free. Yeah, that's right. We will advertise you for free. Just let us know. Give us your information, and we will put it out there to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers, and all our social media platforms just for you. Because we love you. Are you good, man? You ready to get here? I don't know if I'm good ever again. I got a piece of I'm just going to so make it very. I mean, I mean do you not like me anymore? Let's get this going, dude. A lot of people. <laughs> That's another episode of Movies Don't Stuck and Stuff Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how hard you try, you can get by in life. You can get through it. You can make it to the next level of any reptile house that you're in. But remember, if you get in trouble with the King Cobra, remember, he's the creator and you are just his little paw. Have a good day. Have a good day.